Yes, sir. Welcome to Mamba Mentality at Gruden Grinders. And you know, when we say Mamba Mentality, what we talk about is... The Mamba Mentality simply means trying to be the best version of yourself. And each and every week, we try to be the best version of this podcast. I am Nicholas Finch, joined by the usual cast and crew of Quincy. Hello. Of Lane. Hey, everybody. And Marquise. What up, though? And we are out here talking all things sports. And when I say all things, I mean some things because we ain't talking about everything. I don't even make any good sense. Why would we talk about everything? That's just silly talk. But we are going to talk about some things that interest us, and we're going to jump right into it. I have one NBA thing I want to talk about with y'all, and we kind of talked about it before. But it's just something I want to address before we start talking about football stuff and wrestling. So I I shared a tweet with y'all, and it's from at the Hoop Central, and it said, true or false, Kevin Durant will go down as a top 10 player of all time. And, you know, some people proceeded to give a top 10 list. And um, almost in every one of these lists, you see people like Larry Bird. Um, you see people, I see Curry in one. Um, one has Larry Bird and Curry and one doesn't have Shaq. But you go through all these lists, but Larry Bird is a constant. And, and I mean, no disrespect to Larry Bird when I ask y'all this question. But why in the bluest of blue hell do every time we do these lists, we put Larry Bird over Kevin Durant? And what pl- on what planet is Larry Bird more talented than Kevin Durant? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> why, why every time we do these NBA lists, we're like, well, Larry Bird won four or five championships with the Celtics in the 80s, so he's got to be better than Kevin Durant. On and what planet? three MVPs. Three MVPs. Ooh. Now, what planet is he better than, more talented than Kevin Durant? Man, Does, let, let, me, let me say this. If in their prime, Larry Bird and Durant go one-on-one, Durant will smoke the shit out of them. Every time. <laughs> Every time. Like I just I just don't understand. I don't understand why 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 people do do this. But because Larry Bird played with five, six, seven Hall of Famers, he he's a better player than Kevin Durant because he's got more team accolades. It doesn't make any sense. Nah, it don't. the The problem is Larry Bird came first, and that's that's what it all boils down to. You know, Larry Bird made a big name for himself back in the eighties, like eighties. Did he play in the early nineties? Just a little bit. Barely, yeah. Barely. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, broken by then. Damn. But that's the same. Like Larry Bird made a name for himself back in the eighties. And so he has been listed on these top ten lists for so long that people are reluctant to take him off because that's all they've ever known. Whether they watch Bird play basketball or not, like, oh yeah, Larry Bird's top ten all the time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. But at some point you gotta you gotta wake up. I like, mean, I ain't saying make it a right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but I just I, I I can't stand it. It don't make any sense. Larry Bird, it was a phenomenal basketball player, and I mean no disrespect to his legacy, but it's disrespectful to Kevin Durant to not say he wanted the best to ever do it. Damn the championships! I I I've watched basketball. He wanted the best to ever do it, and I and, and any top ten list that doesn't have him is is a shit list. That's just how I feel. It's my it's my show. 
Josh, yo. You just made the list. Stupid. <laughs> Y'all got anything else to add on that before we go to what we need really about to talk about today? No, other than um, Dennis Stroller shit in the bag. That about it. Ah, bruh. <laughs> Good. Hey, it was the best thing that ever happened to you. Worst thing that ever happened to him. Ah, uh, that brought joy to my heart. <laughs> Everybody over here cheering for the Lakers now because of Dennis Schroeder fucking up. Good job, Schroeder. You all right. All right, y'all. I'm scared to do it, but we're going to talk about fantasy football. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're going to do it. Fantasy football season is upon us. I think we're two weeks away from the start of the NFL regular season. Am I not mistaken? So, we've already had the longest draft in the history of drafts in Quincy's League. Now, Sunday comes our draft. Don't look at me like that, Quincy. You know that draft was ridiculously long. Look, man, this is common in large dynasty leagues. You just... You better be lucky I ended it early. No, you better be lucky you ended it early. Because I was about to... I'm, I was about to disappear. <laughs> but uh, now Lane is laughing at me because I actually took my chair and rolled off the screen. <laughs> but but my my league, um, Ballers Elite League. I'm gonna work on a new logo for that sooner or later. By the way, y'all, it's gonna be lit. But um, Ballers Elite League drafted Sunday night. I gave gave everybody. Um, an idea of who's being kept. I just, I just want to know uh, uh, what, what, what are y'all looking at? What's your strategies? Um, not, not that I'm going to copy anything, but what are y'all looking at as we head into this draft? Because y'all know I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to do the same thing I always do. Actually, I'm doing something different from last year, which is what I always do. Last year was different from what I normally do. Oh, what, do y- what do y'all think? What, 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 what's your goal here? What do you hope to accomplish with this draft? Y'all go ahead. I, f- I feel like I'm going to have a lot to say. Y'all, y'all go ahead. Okay, well, I, I'll say this. Um, you know, in all these stupid trades we made at the end of last year trying to stock up for um, a, pl- a postseason run, I made a trade, uh, Aaron Jones, for my fifth-round pick. So this year, I don't have a fifth-round pick. So um, I'm hurting there. So I have to make a choice in the fourth round because I had and all, a part of my all these agreements. I have to have three keepers. Thankfully, my three keepers are elite. But um, I had I have to make a choice in do I draft a quarterback in the fourth round or take him in the fifth round like I normally do. And on top of that, what makes it even worse for me is because I'm I'm basically in the back end on the fourth round because of how keepers work. So I'm in a really tough spot. So I guess what I'm going to ask on this podcast in front of the world is, Quincy, please, please don't take my quarterback. I'm, I'm, I'm begging you. Please don't take my quarterback. Look, look man, if, if I take a quarterback with the first overall pick after keepers, uh, it's going to be Kyler Murray. But here's the deal. I might wait. I hadn't decided yet. I'm, I'm more likely to wait a couple rounds just because I feel like you can still get good quarterback value two or three rounds later. I agree, but Kyler Murray's my guy, so please don't say Kyler. Well, you should have kept him. We'll see. I'm, I'm really, I'm really high on Kyler Murray this year. Um, even though I was down on uh, D Hop, I think with the additions they made and just the, you know, what he's been doing so far in the league, I'm, I'm really high on Kyler Murray this year. I'll give you five dollars not to take my quarterback. Ah, uh, mm, and you never accept the first office comeback. Okay, you're right. You're absolutely right. Ten dollars. 
We'll see, man. I, w- I was really, I was really thinking between Kyler Murray and Kyle Pitts if I wanted to to overdraft and reach. But um, from what I've been told, a little inside information is Kyle Pitts might not make it back to me in the fourth round. Yeah. Um, well, that was before I gave y'all that inside information. But I'm going to give you some more inside information. That was before we realized how many running backs were um, were left. Um, and hmm. what I mean by that is, let me let me pull up this ranking here. Um, Jonathan Taylor wasn't kept. Um, he couldn't be. Yeah, Antonio Gibson wasn't kept. Najee Harris is available. Joe Mixon wasn't kept. DeAndre Swift wasn't kept. Like uh, Miles Sanders wasn't kept. So there, there's so much. There's still a lot of talent. Josh, I don't know. Josh Jacobs was kept. I think. No. No, he wasn't. Daryl Henderson Jr. is available. So there's there's so many. Quality running backs. Chase Edmonds is available. Like, there's so many quality running backs. It's, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna change, huh? I thought somebody was saying something. It's gonna change the way that I would have ever possibly thought about strategizing for this draft. And then you'll have the guys like um, Javante Williams available. He he's lower on this list. Like, there's there's so many quality running backs this year. That it's going to totally change the way. Like we've never had this much running back death to draft in this league, and that and that's crazy to me. I seriously, all, with all the keepers, we could get. I think I think we have enough running back death to literally get to my pick in the first round and still have running back quality running backs on the board. Like I might actually have to make a choice between a running back and Kyler Murray. And what I'm gonna do then? You gonna take a running back? What you need to do? That's what I'm supposed to do. What you're supposed to do, because, you know, it's harder to find a top 10 running back than it is a top 10, well, yeah, than a top 10 quarterback. That's true. Here's the thing. Mm. What what we talked about today, between us, we got like six or seven top 20 running backs. You got got the top two. I I got number three. Um, you got you got J.K. over here, Lane. You got Zeke, and um, who else did you keep? You kept the wide receiver, didn't you? No, I kept Waller. Yeah, okay, so you kept Waller. So between us, we got some really decent running back talent. Just just between the four of us, and that's how it always is. Because you know, if there's any collusion in this league, it's between us. Let's just keep it real. Let's keep it a buck. <laughs> well, I mean, my my thing is, I tend I tend to value running back over every other position, just because it is um, habitually. You know, less depth than everything else, except for tight end, which is kind of that's why I'm, I'm looking at Pitts. You know, if he's available more first, because like if you don't get a top three or four tight end, you might as well wait. I mean, there's no point in drafting another one until later on. See, people, I, but what I, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Okay, hear me out, Quincy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm I'm going to speak against myself here. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to tell you why you should take Kyler Murray. I'm listening. Oh God. I'm really hating I'm doing this, but I'm going to be real with you. The reason you should is because Kyle Pitts, think think about who you have as your keepers right now. Mm-hmm. Are you ever not going to have them as keepers? Like, think about it. Are you ever not going to have CMC, Cook, and um, who's your, who's your third? Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Now, there's a chance you might not have Calvin Ridley as a keeper going forward. So you need to think carefully if you – even if Kyle Pitts has a bad year, is he somebody you're going to keep going forward? Or are you more willing to keep Calvin Ridley going forward? 
That's what you have to think about with your fourth round pick because you have three guys who are who are super keeper quality. Like you have three quality keepers. Like the rest of us might not have that decision, but with your fourth round pick, you got to decide whether your three enough three are going to be good enough to keep next year. And if that's the case, Kyle Pitts ain't the move for you. It's to go ahead and get the quarterback. Let me let me tell you why you're wrong. Because I have three keepers. They're most likely to be my same three keepers next year. So it really doesn't matter what I pick as long as I'm filling out the core of my team. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, Kyle Pitts might not be good next year. Kyle he, Pitts, might, he might not be good this year. That's, but that, that's what I'm saying. No, that, that's what I mean by next year, yeah, I mean yeah. this year. Okay, so he okay, might okay. not be good this year because he is a rookie. Right. And there are a lot of offensive weapons in, in Atlanta, whether we like it or not. There's a decent amount of weapons. So the question you need to ask yourself, is Kyle Pitts going to be good enough to warrant taking in the fourth round, or should you take that guy that you know is going to get you some points in Kyler Murray? And well, I think I, and and I think the, the better pick for you. Too, man, yeah, I'm going to I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Because um, the, the biggest thing is, like, I I would love to have Kyle Pitts just because I'm excited for him as a Falcons fan. I'm ready to see what he can do this year. And, I, you know, he does have a lot of high expectations that he can probably meet. But I think he's going to get overdrafted in every league I play in. And I'm not saying he's going to get overdrafted by me. Like, at the time, I'd be willing to take him, like, a round or two after he would be taken. I think that came out right. It's just, it's just not going to work. Uh, I, truth, 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 to be, truth be told to me, and it's not because I have Travis Kelsey in almost every league. It's not why I'm saying this. I'm saying is that I think, and after talking to folks who um, John U. Smith un- underperformed last year, as a, an experienced tight end under Arthur Smith's offense in Tennessee. Will that be the case for him again? As, and in this case, I'm talking about Arthur Smith taking a supremely talented tight end and not using him the way he needs to be used in Atlanta. I think, I think Kyle Pitts, if it's not a dynasty league, I think taking him early is a ridiculously unnecessary gamble. You, you hear what I'm saying, Quincy? I'm just, I'm just, I don't want you to use that fourth round pick on Kyle Pitts because ain't your fourth round pick like the first fourth round pick? Oh yeah, it's the first. That's the thing. What it's really going to boil down to is who all left after the keeper rounds. And like I said, I, I've I've toyed with the idea of Kyle Pitts, but that wouldn't necessarily be the smartest move. That would just be for strict fun, right? Yeah. And I mean, y'all know me. I I can't be having too much fun. I'm trying to win. That's right. Because you hadn't won this league yet, have you? No, no, not this one, not this one. I do have three titles in other leagues, but not this one. Not this one. Well, Lane, um, I think you have now the third pick in the fourth round, right? Um, yes. You probably lean it like I don't. I don't want to assume, but I'm assuming that you're leaning towards just getting Lamar and being done with it, right? It depends on what's there. That pick, um, obviously, uh, I. So I trade y- y'all know, but for the for the listeners, um, and I apologize to the listeners. I'm not exactly 100 percent today, but during the off season, I traded. I had Ezekiel Elliott, and Nick mentioned earlier uh, about trades that we tried to bolster our rosters to try to make a run title. Well, I was one of those that did it and I ended up having to make the stipulation with all the players that I acquired uh, that I had to use all three of my keeper slots 
and that I was going to be the, regardless of my finish, I was going to either be the last pick in the uh, first round, in the first official round, or I was going to be the second to last pick, champion's choice. So I ended up not making it to the title game, but because of the stipulations. I was the 11th pick because the champion chose to keep their official pick instead of moving up one slot, which is fine. So I traded away Ezekiel Elliott and my first and my fourth round pick to Marquise because Marquise is a big Cowboys fan, as you all know, and I've had Zeke for ever since he got into the league. And so I traded away Zeke and then I got Marquise's pick, which is the third in the fourth round, the third pick in the fourth round, and that's how I moved up. And I think Marquise traded my fourth round pick to Nick for, I don't remember what player, but they traded picks, and so and that's why we're all kind of swapped around. But starting in the fifth round, and the or the sixth round, excuse me, everything will be all, should be back to normal. Right. But you got Chris Carson. Wasn't you? I did. That was it. Yeah, I got that Chris Carson. Chris Carson. And- we swapped all the picks around. Um, I got. I so, think. I think I got the shorter end of that stick, but I did it so folks could have what they wanted. I'm a very so benevolent you, GM. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at Lamar. Like the the initial plan was trade up just so I could have a shot at a a better running back because I was giving up Zeke. You know, I'll still do the Zeke chant when he does something, but it's going to hurt a little more. <laughs> now because he ain't with me anymore but i got him in the dynasty league again so i guess that's nice yeah all that all this means now is that we have three people chanting zeke because i have him in another league too <laughs> well quincy's got to get him in his work league and then we'll all be okay but no nah, i'm looking probably i mean if if jonathan taylor's there which i doubt he is or if like josh jacobs is there one of those kind of big backs uh, that you know is going to get the touches because Kenyon Drake went down with an injury today. Mm-hmm. They don't know how severe that is yet. So, But if Josh Jacobs is there or Jonathan Taylor, it's gonna be hard. I'm going to be hard-pressed not to take Lamar because then I know he's not going to make it back to me because everybody in our league is very, very petty. Petty, petty, petty. Well, I'm going to tell you what, Lane. I'm going to tell you no, what. No, we, we ain't doing this. That what? last one almost screwed me up. We ain't doing it. If, if I don't get him, I don't get him. All right, now. That's how it's going to work. If Quincy takes Kyler and I don't take Lamar, when you take Lamar, so be it. I'll get him next year. Quincy, I'm telling you. I already told you in the group chat what would happen if you did it. But I'm going to tell you why it's a smart thing to do. You know you know what really sucks for me and the reason why I know you're going to take Kyler is because Josh Allen is gone. Patrick Mahomes is gone. Um, who else? Um, Justin, Justin Herbert and uh, Lamar probably won't make it to you. Oh, yeah, he won't make it. Oh, I got the list right here in front of me. And Dak, Dak is gone too. Not that I would ever in my life drafted Dak Prescott. Look, 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 after what happened last year, it wasn't no fucking way I'll go let Dak go. It, it, it <laughs> that no dude way. picked Dak and his shit went down. <laughs> you, you let Dak go. Technically, I'm the one that got Dak for you. Appreciate. It. See. Okay. This is what I'm saying. Oh, collusion. This 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 is a pure collusion in this in this in this little um podcast right now. This is what we do. 
But yeah, I just I, mean, I had two IR spots. I wasn't gonna use the second one. I didn't have anybody worth using it on. I was like, eh, I'll hold on to that. That's okay. See, I know if you take if you take Kyler, I, you know, you know me. I'm gonna find the number one overall quarterback. That's what I do. That's just that's just the reality of the situation. <laughs> Whoever I take in the fourth round gonna be number one quarterback. Well, see here. Here's another thing too, because I'm I'm almost. It depends on what's there. Because if there's a solid wide receiver two there, like Terry McLaurin, McLaurin, excuse me, you know, I might decide to go ahead and fill out more of my core roster and wait around and two and draft Russell Wilson. That's and see, that's what I was talking about earlier, man. Like it's it's so much easier to find a top ten quarterback in the later rounds than it is like you know some of your other core pieces. See, wide receiver okay. depth always going to be deep. But I mean, if you can get one of the one of the higher end guys early, you might as well. Mm-hmm. Not as deep as my wide receivers. And, and see, that's that's my issue. It's like because because I don't have a fifth round pick, I have to take my quarterback that I want. Like I just have to, and I have to. Well, and when, whenever it's in the sixth round at wide receiver, that's when I'm gonna start drafting receivers. Like I'm gonna draft four straight receivers. I ain't got. I'll have I'll have wide receiver, not wide receiver. I'll have running back situated. I have tight end situated. Um. Then at that point, quarterback. At that point, I just got to take receivers for the next four rounds. So whatever happens, happens with that. So I'm just Rick. We hadn't talked about you. Um, you have what I think the seventh pick because that was my original pick in that fourth round. What what what's your strategy? What's your goal? Because you have your quarterback, you have a running back, and you have a tight end. So you can either go running back or another or wide receiver here. So like in your dream scenario, I'm assuming. This would be C.D. Lamb. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop! There it is. <laughs> can you? Can you? Can you? How crazy is it to you that Amari Cooper is alive and everybody and nobody wants Amari Cooper? How crazy is that? <laughs> because in very in very high risk games, when you need him the most, he don't show up. I would argue in very high risk games when you need him the most, he's being double teamed. You were so <laughs> close to an Avatar: The Last Airbender quote, and you just messed it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch. I didn't watch Avatar too much to remember. <laughs> when you needed him, when you need him the most, he vanishes. That's and, what. Yeah. That's what he wanted. Yeah, acknowledge him. And see, despite you know. Andy Dalton throwing the ball last year. CD Lamb started making some strides. Like it's almost know, like y'all could have won some games with Andy Dalton if y'all had a defense. Could be, you know, <laughs> but he made it. You know, CD Lamb made a stride. Man, he was he was damn near your number one receiver in the slot. Let me ask you this. I'm I'm dead serious when I ask you this question. You don't think that's too many Cowboys? That's three Cowboys in your first four rounds. No. I seen worse. I seen a. I seen somebody's fantasy team had five. <laughs> so if I just get three, they say you throwing shade. <laughs> no, I'm saying the general. I seen somebody had five. Literally five they cowboys. Had, they had Lily, Dak, Zeke, Amari, CD, and Gallup. <laughs> well, I mean, they, were all, they went all in on all. I mean, when they have that bye week, that's gonna be hell for them. But yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. Like, oh, I gotta make sure. I gotta make but sure. You know the I think that's like that's something a lot of people don't think about. Like they think like you do, or like you mentioned, 
you know, hey, I got too many cowboys. I got to diversify my portfolio. But the problem is, if they're good players, it don't matter if they're all on the same team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because on any given Sunday, I mean, Amari, Zeke, Dak, and CD, they all going to get them points. Yeah. Just in it. And, and, you know, really, that's really secure because it's like if you got them all, you're going to get the points because somebody going to get them. Right. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if something happened to Dak, as we saw last year, you get a whole team full of shit. Where my wood at? <laughs> hey man, you make me you make me want to wait for Daniel Jones. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm gonna do. That's my new draft strategy. In the fourth round, I'm taking Kenny Galladay. <laughs> Galladay, Galladay. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing. I might, you know, I'm playing, but I might do it for real. <laughs> we'll see. Because I just. We're really gonna have to see what what happens. We're talking about me taking uh, Kyler Murray, but heck, somebody random could take Kyler Murray because this is a very petty type of draft. So, who do y'all think is going to get overdrafted? Like who who's gonna who's gonna get taken way too soon? Justin Tucker. <laughs> Uh, hey, actually, actually, the Patriots defense. Yeah, that no, was I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about keepers. I'm not talking about keepers. <laughs> yeah, so are you not gonna? You just gonna skip over the fact for our listeners that somebody in our league is keeping a mother defense, <laughs> a defense. Yeah, yeah. Someone in our league is keeping a defense. We're not gonna talk about that though. Other than Justin- other. Justin Tucker will be the first, like, the highest overdrafted player. Like, he'll be picked. I, my bet is he'll be picked in, like, round seven. Mm. By round seven, he will be picked. By the way, if he's available in round seven, you're going to take him, right? No. You won't. You, know, you, you refuse to overdraft Justin Tucker. I refuse to overdraft anyone in this league because everyone always overdrafts. Right, right. You're right. Why would I overdraft? Like when there's all this talent on the board, like I've had the number, I've had the top, I've had a top three kicker every year because I've waited till the end to grab them. True, true. That's what I do. Literally, yeah, somebody my- takes my Ravens defense, and we are gonna fucking fight. Whoa! Oh, that violence. Yeah, you did. Trick. <laughs> Who you think is gonna be overdrafted? Anybody that got Alabama in it, but yeah, yep, and Saints, and Saints players, yep, <laughs> yep. That that was mine. Quincy, you feel the same way? Was that? Yeah, your- I, I was trying to think of somebody else I could add other than that, that we haven't talked about yet, but nobody's coming up, up to mind right now. But yeah, Saints players gonna get overdrafted because we got two Saints fans, uh, and then. Like Lane said, somebody always going to take a kicker early. It's usually Justin Tucker. Used to be Goskowski. Now it's Justin Tucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. I can't really think of anybody else right off the top. I can't. Like when he said, when he did the all-encompassing Alabama players, mm-hmm. that, that really did it for me. I'm like, right. yep, that's it. Because I just know Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle going to go fifth round. I, gar- I almost guarantee they going fifth round. Yeah, we still we still had defensive players on there. Patrick Sertan been off the damn board somewhere. Wait, we don't have defensive players anymore? No, we sure don't. Mm-mm. I will say, though, after the highlight 
and this is just off the record, of Jalen Waddle burning that uh, Falcons DB at practice, uh, he might kind of earn it. First of all, bitch, <laughs> let me let you know something. That was not a Falcons DB. That was a Falcons linebacker. Why in the hell did y'all have a linebacker covering the fastest man in the NFL? Second of all, bitch, I don't know if you saw the close-up video, but he actually had him in very good coverage. It was just a little bit better of a play by Jalen Waddle. It was you five call yards it. of separation. No, no. So we're watching two different clips. I've seen all the clips. It's five yards of separation. Mm, no, I don't think so. You want send, send me that one. And then you send me that one, and I'll admit to it, but then after I get those clips, I'll send you the clips of Calvin Ridley straight up burning the number one cornerback in Miami. Xavier oh, and no, Howard. I mean, all you know, pro. Let me finish. Cornerback. I mean, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, your coach I mean, this is off the air right now because Nick going to cut all this out. No, I'm not. <laughs> I ain't cutting this out. This is this quality content. <laughs> you quality content. Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. But, I mean, yes, Calvin Ridley did burn the number one corner for the Dolphins. I mean, you just didn't let me get to it. I was just making a comment about Jalen Waddle. Burning the the Falcons player. Thank you. Want to be so specific because I couldn't see numbers in the video. All I knew is J- I saw Jalen Waddle make the little break, and the, I saw the Falcons dude just kept on going. He's like, "Oh shit, I forgot to stop." Yeah, you're going yeah. the wrong way. Look, man, our DBs have caught a lot of hell, and sometimes rightfully so in the past couple of years. But, but I, I got to the defend them just a little. That's the only thing they catch it. <laughs> yeah. I hey. was just gonna say. Look, look, man, look. You ain't you ain't all the way wrong. <laughs> However, I'm very excited for AJ Terrell this year because brother was a good cornerback last year, and I'm just ready for that sophomore leap. Now I know what you're saying, but they still got thrown on all the time. Yeah, but AJ was a good corner. The other corners were sus. It's just I funny. Remember, yeah. I remember <laughs> yeah. When, when the Falcons drafted him two years ago, somebody in this in this uh, podcast was like, mm, I don't know. I don't like this pick. He got, I was he like, got burned in a national championship game. On that one, man. They just, they just reached for a corner. They could have got him in a second. And then he turned out to be the best rookie cornerback in the class. Mm. So – I was wrong. It happens. More than more than when he like, yes. <laughs> Here's the situation. As we sit here and talk about fantasy football and training camp and stuff, Quincy and I have our eyes on the same guy, and I got to bribe him not to take him. $15 final offer. I only take payment in the form of draft picks. No, but for real, man. We'll, we'll talk We'll talk after. We'll talk after. Maybe we can work something out. Quincy uh, ain't the one you got to worry about. It Quincy. ain't me either. No, Quincy Ron. is the one I got to worry about because he has Quincy, the per- he has Quincy the first don't pick. Take Kyler Murray, Ron's gonna take him before you get to him. Ron, I am not worried about Ron taking Kyler Murray. If Ron take quarterback, it's gonna be Aaron Rodgers. I ain't mm-hmm. worried about that. If Ron took Kyler, oh, and Russell Wilson, he ain't gonna take he ain't gonna take my guy. I'm not no, worried. Russell about Wilson is, is Joe's dude. Nah, I mean, but Ron, Ron like him Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson he too. Have Breeze. That's true. I wonder what I wonder what Joe's gonna do at quarterback. I want no. I wonder what Jeremy's gonna do. Y'all are true because he had Deshaun. And and <laughs> you know what's really crazy is you know Deshaun when I had him no one quarterback and then I didn't and he wasn't. And uh, so I'm just I'm just curious to see what's gonna happen. On time on time I didn't have no one quarterback it was Patrick Mahomes 
And that was because he was a yeah, boy. That's my title. Yeah, that yeah. F you. But uh that two point conversion. Or the Juju Smith fumble. <laughs> or the or the Malcolm Butler pick six in garbage time. There's so many things. We've talked about this. Yeah, you know, when you play for multiple league championships, that's something you you know you have to discuss. What about you, Quincy? Have you played for multiple league championships? No, you played for one but lost. Did you lose to your wife? Yes, in our league, yes. Uh, or your league, I guess I should say. Yes, I've been in, in three championships. I am 0-3, and, and I did lose to my wife. Uh, and I, yeah. What was your third one? Ron. I lost to Bobby in the first year. I remember I Bobby to, and Tatum. I didn't know you lost to Ron. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I lost two years ago. Bobby! Two years ago. Damn, that was two years ago. No, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. 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 You play, did you play for two championships in a row? No. It no, didn't no, no, bottomed no. out? No, no, Tatum won, then I think it was me. So who won last year? Ron. No, 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 no. Tatum won last year. Yeah, Tatum right? won two. Oh, t- there it is. Okay. Year before last. Tatum won too. That's that's what confused me. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we need Tatum on this episode. Somebody dial her in. You pr- well, she had, she had dinner with the girls right now. But yeah, you st- you definitely should. <laughs> I was gonna say she was taking a nap. So how many out of all of us? How many of, like all the girls have been to a championship? I only been to one. Like in my league. Yeah. I think I've been to three. No, he's been to four. No, I've been to four because I'm two and two. Is he two been, and two? I've been to two, and I'm one and one. Ironically, both of mine are against Nick. Yeah, I've lost to. I think I've lost to Ron. Ron twice in the front. No, no, I've yeah, lost to him. You in lost the- to Ron twice. No, Ron ain't one, but twice. You yeah. lost to Ron once, and. Uh, no, you lost to him in the in the in a middle round because that's when you said, "All right, no more. Everybody makes the playoffs anymore." Yeah, that we're, always we're happens. We're done with this shit. Okay, so I've lost to you and Ron. <laughs> it's always me and Ron. Always. Nobody else. If I if I can just avoid y'all in the playoffs, I'm going to win every single time. Because you know, as funny as it sounds, I've been to four championships, but I have missed the playoffs a lot. There is no consistency with my franchise. <laughs> it's it's either really good or really bad. Marquise, you made it to the title game, didn't you? A couple of years back. Yeah, I, I lost, you lost to Jared I, uh, to Jared. Yeah, I I was there work when that championship started, and I never had a chance to change my lineup. <sighs> I think I, I remember that now. Excuses. Out. Excuses. Hey, man. You work Twain Ship at a plywood mill, that'll do it. I think I won. <laughs> I won in Joe's League twice because I was back-to-back. Went to three in a row in Joe's. Beat me twice. Yeah. Beat Nick twice. One was an actual beat down. The other was because Nick forgot a receiver. Lane beat you once and said, I'll fucking do it again. <laughs> That's basically what happened. Dog, how about this is crazy? We're going to talk about, you know, Joe's League. I've, I've been second place three out of the last four years. Uh, now, how sad so you, is that? So you were Durant before the Super Team. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I think I won my debunk, my def, uh, defunct league once. I think Quincy won one of them. I think all of us won one of them except Marquise. He wasn't in it. He wasn't. That's the only reason. He wasn't in I it. I won Quincy's originally once, but I think I was in the title game almost every year. 
you might have been because I won the first two years, and then I think you won the last one. Yeah, the last one I won, I, that was when I did the clean sweep. I won Nick's league, I won Joe's league, and I won your league. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what else are we supposed to talk about? We got a list somewhere, yeah, don't um, we? Yeah. We've been on this for a long time. I know. we just reminiscing. That's what we do around here. Reminiscing. <laughs> uh, you know, okay, we're going to talk wrestling. Uh, I want to start with CM Punk because he's supposed to be returning Friday for AEW because they are in Chicago. Oh, shoot. They might be in Chicago in an hour or so. I'm going to be watching that. So they have Dynamite tonight live. In Chicago, and then AEW Rampage is in Chicago, and uh, Darby Allen has challenged the best in the world for a match that night. And CM Punk has done everything he can to fuel rest the rumors that he will be debuting Friday or in Chicago. So my question to you guys: We've talked about all the folks that can move the needle for you. Is CM Punk going to get you to watch AEW this week? one night and one night only. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I believe I will. I believe what I time will. Does that's the shit I want to see. Um, Rampage is right after SmackDown, so I think it's 9 o'clock. Is it on the same channel? Is it on TNT? Um, Rampage, well, yeah, Rampage is on TNT. So um, TNT, uh, it'd be... 10 o'clock for you. 10 o'clock for me. Damn, that's when I go to bed. I know, right? Uh, Now, so, I, something might happen tonight. I don't know, because they're, they're both shows are in Chicago. And that one's at 7 or 8 your time. So, something, something might happen tonight. I, I'm going to turn it on um, whenever, whenever we get done. Because, you know, since I have internet again. Might as well keep your eye on it. Right. Um, but so, one night only. Would, what, what would CM Punk need to do to keep your attention? Show up. Show up. Oh, I mean, I mean, really, but like you, like you know, that's all fun and games and jokes and stuff. But like, we talk about a man who hadn't wrestled in what, like, ten years? No, whatever two thousand fourteen was, however long ago that was. Okay, seven years, okay. seven years, which is damn near ten, right? I mean, and like he left the game at the top. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, yeah, he wasn't the champion at the time or whatever, but like he was still uh, a big name and a big draw when he decided to peace out, right? And so that's the thing, man. You always leave him one more. And, I mean, yeah, if he shows up, I'm going to at least tune in and see what's going on. And, I mean, yeah. If he, um, Rick, I'm going to ask you this question because you've been watching WWE forever. Will you feel betrayed as a WWE fan when he shows up for AEW? Mm, not really. Okay. Lane said he will a little bit. I'm going to be honest with you. Like I'm, I'm excited for it, but at the same time, I'm gonna feel a little betrayed. I am, and it is, it is, it's a weird concept. I have no reason to feel that way because he can do whatever he wants to as a professional. But this man, like you said, he peaced out, and all of a sudden he's gonna come on the other show, talking about he the best in the world and crap, coming out to cult personality and and, and and crap like that. It just, I don't know. I just like I, I want, I want to see the spectacle of it. But I really, I'm really not a fan of it. Like I feel better about Daniel Bryan going to AEW than I do CM Punk. CM Punk has unfinished business. Daniel Bryan has done everything he can do in WWE. Like he he made it there. He's multiple time world champion. Like there's nothing for him to do. 
I feel like CM yeah. Punk left some things on the table, even though technically he done everything too. But it's just it's different because of how he left. At least Daniel yeah, Bryan yeah, gave yeah. us a story to go he, out on. He left on he left on very bad terms. Right, and then Did, he's just gonna didn't show he up leave like over contract uh, disputes or something like that. CM Punk left WWE because he didn't win the Royal Rumble. And he was upset that he wasn't going to get the main event WrestleMania, and they were trying to give him a marquee match with Triple H. He was like, I don't need to wrestle Triple H. Triple H needs to wrestle me. He said, that's what y'all want to do. I'm out. So he left the night, the Raw, after the 2014 Royal Rumble. That was his last match in WWE, the 2014 Royal Rumble. Is that before Rock and Cena? Like the second go round or the first? No, this is after. Um, this was going into WrestleMania 30, where they were going to make it Batista versus Randy Orton for the championship, and they had to go back and add Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah. Because nobody wanted to see that. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, he do. But um, yeah. yeah. CM Punk, I'll be happy to see him, and then I'll immediately be upset. All right. Now, the next night, if he debuts either tonight or Friday, that'd be cool. Friday, Wednesday, AEW. Friday, SmackDown and AEW. But then Saturday is WWE SummerSlam, baby. Normally on a Sunday, but the biggest party of the summer is on a Saturday. Guys. We got a card on on our hands. We got for the World Heavyweight, not World Heavyweight, WWE Championship. We got Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Boo. Boo. We got, we got Alyssa Bliss versus, uh, what's that bitch name? Let me stop you right there. Yay. What's her name? Nikki Ash? No. No. Eve Marie. That's it. Eva Marie. Oh, speaking wow. of Nikki Ash, I don't know. Just cause. Speaking of Nikki Ash, oh, she defends. Like match. She defends the WWE Women Raw Women's Championship in a triple threat against Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. Oh yes, I want to see that. Mm, we got. Have the I will remember you music queued up. We got a. <laughs> you're right. I will remember you. I didn't mean now. Nah, but you're right. We got for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship, AJ Styles and Omos versus RK Bros, baby. Randy Orton and Riddle. That'll that'll move it. That'll move the needle for you. Yes, bro. RK Bro. (laughs) Thanks. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it here. I'm kind of pulling for AJ Styles on this one. Y'all ain't y'all ain't feeling the Raw side. Y'all Bro, not I do not all? like Matt Riddle. Y'all, y'all ain't feeling the raw side at all. No. All right then. I don't. I don't like Matt Riddle in the least bit. He's grown on me. He he he's he's so stupid. It's so stupid the stuff he does that I, I like. To it. Call the man just Riddle. It's Matt Riddle. Dropping that first name was the dumbest thing they did. I feel you. I feel you. All right then. Let's just move over to SmackDown. How about this? Thank you. Yay! SmackDown. The WWE SmackDown Yay. Tag Team Championship. The Usos defending against the Mysterios, baby. How y'all feel about that? Oos. So? Wow. Hmm. Y'all, didn't, y'all didn't even rehearse that. that, that was nope. Pretty, that was pretty good. <laughs> I'm impressed. You got... 
No Intercontinental Championship match has been announced yet. Oh, you know what? I forgot a Raw match. Hold on. Rewind. <laughs> Two Raw matches I forgot. We forgot Drew McIntyre. Uh, wait. Versus Jinder Mahal. Rick <laughs> went and got his bill. Ew. Why? <laughs> you got... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I'm laughing if, he, if Heath Slater does not interrupt this match, oh, I will be disappointed. That's the only way under, you can make me want to watch that match. contract for another. What was the other Raw match? I forgot. Jesus. Oh, and for the United States Championship, you got Sheamus defending against Damian Priest. Yeah. That's going to be a fight. That's yeah. going to be a fight. You hear me? Listen, you saying, ooh, that's going to be one of the best matches of the night. Because Sheamus and Damian Priest going to hit each other. And it's going to be one of them old horse fights. And I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that one. Now, is that back- not what a Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg match is? I have no idea what that match is going to look like. I am terrified. It's going to be 12 seconds of shit. That match going to be, hey, I'm swole. Hey, I too am swole. Spear, spear, pin. Like, they're going to they gonna concuss each other. They're going to both go for spears and knock each other out. That's what's going to happen. Book it. And then Big E. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. But um, <clears throat> SmackDown, we talked about no Intercontinental Championship match. No Ooh. no singles matches, really, that, you know, are not for a championship. But let's talk about what's going to happen with the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. It is yeah. Bianca Belair, the champion. The EST defending against the boss, the standard, the blueprint, Sasha Banks. She, she ain't the fastest or the strongest. Nah, she just the boss. The boss. <laughs> A boss bitch with no belt. She the bossest. <laughs> she the bossest. She the bossiest. And I'm going to tell you something, son. I feel sorry for you because Bianca is losing. Saturday night. Sasha gonna get whacked. Nah, nah. In this, y'all listen. If you hadn't seen Bianca's the sexiest, gonna lose to Sasha, and then Becky gonna show up, and then we getting Becky versus Sasha. I Boy, would, don't tease me. I would die. I would, I need that more than you realize. Let me tell Look, you something, Rick. I'm calling it. Becky is coming back some, oh. on SummerSlam night. Oh, hi, Shaq. I'm calling. I'm calling it. <laughs> I've seen enough, Rick. <laughs> you need to prepare yourself because after the sexiest segment in the history of SmackDown, and if there's been a segment where Stephanie McMahon was shaking her ass to John Cena, this was still still sexier than that. Agreed. Sasha Banks is gonna win, and I just need you to prepare yourself for that. Okay, it's been I long need enough. To go back and watch that episode of SmackDown. Yeah, you do. It was actually a really good SmackDown. <laughs> Yeah, it was, the, it was last week's episode, right? Uh-huh. Boy, listen to me. <sighs> Bianca Belair. I'm going to with you. It's okay. Oh, yeah, it was, let, let, me, let, me, let me just explain this. <laughs> we thing. lost a uh, whole 2K things. game because of it. <laughs> we did. We really did. <laughs> it was so many cheats in that ring. That, yeah, we literally lost a 2K game because of cheats. Now, now the match where we all going to be split. Ah, here we go. The Universal Championship. Acknowledge me. 
Because I know me and Rick <laughs> on team on team acknowledge me. Yeah, I hang I tight. Know where Hold you, on. Actually, I don't know where Q's at. I know where Nick is. <laughs> but uh, me and Rick gonna be cheering for team acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. You know why you don't know where I'm at? Cause you can't see me. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> be a perfect split. Is he like pulling out some John Cena? Yeah, he's trying yeah. to bring out this shirt, and yeah, I bet mean, he's he trying, trying to bring out the shirt. belt. Yeah. He's oh, he got it. Belt. He got. Oh, he got the hat. Oh, brand new. Look at the sticker and everything. Mm. Too bad that hat gonna be the hat of a loser this Saturday. Yeah. Let me tell you something, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait till you see oh, this look, guy the get stacked. <laughs> the missionary he position. Stack him. <laughs> he can't stack nobody when he getting pinned for the one, get, two, three. That's all it takes. One, two, three. I just, I just want to see how the twins gonna get in this match so Cena can have another rematch on what not like. I don't right. Want, I don't want any interference. I want a straight up match. I do. But that's why they're gonna give you the interference to set it up for WrestleMania. That's <laughs> six months away. Oh, yeah, no, it really is a long time when you think about it. That's a long time in wrestling world. <laughs> Yeah, I got the whole. I, I got the whole set. I got the towel like, and everything in here. Like six years in wrestling world. Yeah, I got. It, I got it all. I, had, I, I guess I, you're gonna be decked out come Saturday night. Oh no, because that means I gotta. I might. I don't know. I hadn't decided yet, but I'm at least gonna wear the hat. Uh, I literally just opened it. <laughs> we we saw. Yeah, for for the world who when um I disappeared, I was getting my John Cena hat on the the green and yellow one. You can't see me. This is the first time I've actually gotten. Every piece of the gear, so like you said, hey, you got like the arms, the, like the little wristbands. Yeah, I got it all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do everything. The, oh man, I got it all this time. I'm gonna be in the whole outfit Saturday. So um, we are we are split. So my my family tree, me and Q or John Cena, Lane, Rick, y'all are losers. I mean Roman Reigns. Acknowledge me. What's the difference? No. There is no difference, Q. There is no difference. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you having trouble starting your car? <laughs> but um, okay. Obviously, we're all looking for it. That's clearly the main event. But like, I just went through the card. Is there anything else other than those two big SmackDown matches? Like obviously, like we're both we're all looking forward to that women's championship match because who the fuck isn't? <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, what what y'all think? That women's uh, raw triple threat threat match kind of intrigues me because I want to see what they do with that. But that's the raw matches just don't have any appeal for me. Yeah, at all. Yeah, I'm kind. I'm I'm with you. I really am because. Well, that- they didn't do good building on it. Uh, the only the only raw match I can say that I, I well, there's two. Obviously, I want to see Sheamus and Damian Priest because I just know 
that's gonna be a good one. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. But I really, I really want to see what they're gonna do with this Bobby Lashley Goldberg match. I know y'all don't like Goldberg. I just want to know how it's gonna go. I just want to see what's gonna happen quickly. Yeah. Is it gonna be a minute, three minutes, five minutes? It's gonna. What it ain't gonna be lower than on that for real. I don't I know. Get in on that. I'm pounding it under. You pounding the under. It depends on what it depends on what it is. Like if it's two minutes, I'm gonna take the over. I really will. I'm gonna take mm. the over on two minutes. I might, but now, I'm, if, I'm I'm probably taking the under in damn near any situation. Now if, if it's five minutes, I'll take the under. I really will at five. But yeah. it, like two minutes, I'm a it's gonna be a three, four minute match. It's got to be, right? They ain't gonna they ain't gonna job out either one of those guys. They can't. Can they? See, that's They're what I'm gonna, scared it's of. It's going to be a double spear like you called, and it's going to be a 10 count. That's what Nobody's I'm saying. So, get up. I'm terrified, Lane. I'm, I'm terrified. Like, because it's like the right thing to do if you're going to job somebody out is Goldberg. But what if they job out Bobby Lashley? What Are they going to really do that? I think they'll do something, and they might have Big E cash in. The only, if the only way yeah. this works yeah, out where everybody good. goes happy is if Big E cashes in on Goldberg. Oh, why are we not thinking? They're going to literally spear each other, knock each other unconscious, and Big E's going to come in and cash in. That's assuming he gets his briefcase back because Baron Corbin stole it. Yeah, yeah forget about that shit. He'll get it back. Yeah, he should. He'll probably get it back Friday. Yeah, I hope Baron so. Corbin, excuse me, then. Baron Corbin's going to try to <laughs> cash it in. Big E's going to catch him. Smack him upside the head, probably with it, and then cash in. Oh. Yeah, you you said a word in because Baron, Baron Corbin trying to cash in anything he can. I'm broke. I don't have money, Kevin. Can I have fifteen dollars? Uh, uh, let, let me say something about the Baron Corbin character. You know, I actually don't I say it. Been enjoying the shit. Nah. Like I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. Oh, anytime Baron Corbin just gets the shit shit beat out of him, it's just a good day for me. Well. I know, I know Nick. I know Nick know that you know he a good wrestler and he actually not as bad as you know in ring talking. But this right here is straight out of his um out of his comfort zone, and he nailing the shit out of it. Like mm-hmm. I really think in 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 little kid reality, if I was a child, I really would think this dude is a bump. <laughs> He is a bum, not just playing. Nah, he really is doing a good job. Hey, you remember when he uh, wrestled Drew on Raw and they accidentally played his music? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're finna give him his music on Raw and they cut that shit. Cut that they bitch off. Immediately. <laughs> oh, man. They they doing a good job with that, man. Well, that's all I got. Y'all got anything else? Uh, no, we, I, I we skipped over the else. NFL preseason, but ain't really nothing to talk about. Yeah, it ain't nothing much. I mean, yeah, a little bit here and there, but I think we can hold off on that until next time. Yeah, can I tell y'all one little thing real quick? I want, I want, I want y'all to hear the trade request that I got today, and it's Uh-oh. gonna piss you off because it what pissed league, me off. What league is it? The, the dynasty one? Yeah, I'm um, not, 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 not Quincy, the Jeremy stuff. one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so somebody, okay, so I offered somebody because they had no healthy quarterbacks. Like, they didn't, they just didn't have any healthy quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So I offered Big Ben, um, Ryan Tannehill, and um, 
Miles Sanders for Cam Newton and DeAndre Swift. They rejected that trade. What? What? Okay. And they offered me back Cam Newton for Trey Lance. Oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. So in this league, like if you have too many folks on your roster, you have Mm -hmm. to like you have to pick them up. So folks are being lollygagging trying to pick up the defensive players. So I'm just trying to like I've got to use my last draft picks on defensive players. I got no more room to add offensive player. So this guy, I accidentally picked up his defensive player and I dropped him. No problem. I'll I'll get defensive players later. I'm not worried about it. But he said. You know, if you want Blake Martinez, because that's who I picked up, you want Blake Martinez so bad, you know, you can have him for Trey Lance. <laughs> I said I should have blocked your ass after you sent me that message. Mm. I really I really said that. Like, I should block you. Like, what are you doing right now? I started, that part, I started that podcast saying cocaine is a hell of a drug. He did. He did say that. Now he's into this podcast saying cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. If you learn nothing today, guys, just know that cocaine is a hell of a drug. Thank y'all for listening to Mama Mentality Group and Grinders. Um, you can find us everywhere, obviously. Also, tune in to True Comedy. Um, that's the podcast I host for Kirsten. It's everywhere. We're doing big things over there. Um, if you've seen the new, the new logo for this show, I designed it. It's not great, but it's better than what we had. Uh, <laughs> But True Comedy is going to get a new look as well, and, and we actually paid for somebody to do that. When we start making money here, I'll pay for somebody to do this one as well. Uh, <laughs> making that money. That's right. Um, reach reach the podcast at MMG Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Email the show at MMG Grinders, True Comedy, at True Comedy Pod everywhere. Uh, True Comedy Pod at gmail.com is the email for that. Um, you can reach me, the NJF, on Facebook. Wow, I do that every time. You can reach me at the NJF on uh, Twitter and Instagram, Nicholas J. Finch on Facebook. Um, Quincy, how can the people reach you? Yeah, I'm on the Twitter webs at Barnhill Quincy. I'm on Instagram at Q underscore the underscore lights. Rick. Instagram, Twitter, 2Raw underscore N underscore uncut. On Boo Pager is a link tree. Everything is there. Podcast wide, me wide. Support your boys. Support your boys. And Lane. Uh, like I said last time on the last episode, all of our social medias and handles and everything where you can find us is actually on our Facebook page for the Mamba Mentality Gruden Grinders page. So you can just go down to the info or the description and click on that and it lists all of our information and how you can get in touch with us over all uh, social media platforms. And a couple of us are on Twitch. So, again, check out the Facebook page. That's usually where I po- I like to post a little snippet, a preview of our shows. And uh, sorry we didn't have one last week. We just, uh, there wasn't nothing to talk about. But that, and I, I wasn't I wasn't feeling my best. Not going to lie to you. And I, and I, I appreciate it. just covering for you, man. No, nah, that's okay. Just let it go. No, nah, man. Folk, the folks need to know, man, I wasn't healthy last week. Like, But y'all tough it out. Y'all are tougher than me. Because I couldn't, I couldn't do it last week, and I appreciate y'all um, being on today. I really do. And as always, stay golden, Pony Boys. <laughs>